Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hello and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. This is Darren Mitchell, host of the show, and uh, welcome to Friday, another Friday, Friday the 18th of December, 2020, and uh, one more week until Santa arrives. So kids are getting excited, adults are getting excited, everybody's getting excited because it's that time of year to celebrate what has been a um, an interesting year, but hopefully it's time to get together with friends and family to uh, really spend some quality time with each other and uh, hopefully uh, share some good good news and some good spirits and look forward to a promising new year in 2021. So as we finish off the week, I wanted to talk about a topic that I cover off a lot with with my leadership clients, uh, particularly leadership clients who are rev- relatively new to sales leadership uh, and where they might be grappling with, well, what do I need to do first? What do I focus on first? How do I really put my stamp on this team and how do I really set myself up but also my team up for some long-term sustainable success? And unfortunately, too many leaders, and I see this happen a lot, whether be whether you're brand new in, in sales leadership or just general leadership or whether you've been in leadership for a while, uh, leaders make a huge mistake and that is when they come into a role or even when they've been in a role for a little while, they focus their attention on uh, the wrong area. And when I say that, they, they tend to think that, well, you know what, I've got, to, I've got to make some changes to my structure. I've got to make some changes to maybe my, my team in terms of people. I might not necessarily have the right players in the right positions on the right team, and therefore their focus is on, well, I've got to change the team. I've got to bring new people in. I've got to give people different opportunities, etc., etc. And it's their way of trying to you know, mix it up a bit as a, as a catalyst if you like to try and get some momentum developed and hopefully get those results moving in the right direction. But too often, they, f- they fail to look at and focus on a very specific area, which is this, is this is the area that makes all the difference. And the title of today's podcast is going to be Environment is Everything. Now, this is, this is something that, as I said, people very rarely look at or spend enough attention on, but this is where it's really at. This is what separates the great leaders from their, from their peers, from certainly the competition, and at what, it's what sets the benchmark and the platform for long-term sustainable results for any team, irrespective of whether you're a, uh, a sales leader or whether you're just a normal, a, a normal leader in any type of industry. And if you look at a lot of sporting environments now, a lot of them are starting to talk more and more about the environment they want to create, which becomes like a destination. Now, I've alluded to this a little bit on a number of podcasts I've recorded this year, but I don't think I've specifically spoken about the the actual elements of the environment that we need to be focusing on as leaders to really hone our skills around to the point where we can become that destination team for people uh, and the people that we have in our team start to reinforce every single day that, you know what, I am in the right environment because we're moving in the right direction and everybody's on the same page. Now, the interesting thing is when you get the environment right, when the environment clicks, everything else miraculously seems to fall into place. And it's just fascinating to watch. When I was in corporate, I used to watch people at a senior leadership level come into an organization or come into a part of an organization because I worked for some pretty pretty big companies. And so a leader would come into the organization and you guarantee within the first 90 days, there would be some form of restructure 
in that particular business. Now, it, 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 almost, it almost meant that the people who were working in that particular organization never really got any long-term momentum happening because every 90 to 120 days and sometimes longer depending on how, how often the leadership would change because, hey, in a big organization, there's lots of movement. Uh, they never really got any momentum and never really got any certainty. Uh, and the performance, therefore, wasn't at the optimal level where it could have been. Now, very rarely do you see uh, leaders come in and specifically look at the environment that they want to create, but also do some benchmarking to think about, okay, what is the environment like right now? And compare that to what world's best practice would be or compare that to the environment, to the environment that they would like to create that would provide the platform for great results, exceptional results, and those results over time becoming sustainable. And so uh, when it comes to this, there's a number of different areas that we need to be really honed in and focused on with laser focus so that if we get these areas right, it means that everything else that comes from this can not so much fall into place, but it means that when we're starting to think about other elements of our leadership, whether, you know, do we have the right people in the right positions? Do we have the right structural elements in place? When we start looking at those things, we've got this really strong foundation of an environment in place that, hey, no matter what's happening, we know that this environment is the environment that's going to be long-term and it's going to set us up for long-term success. And so when I say environment is everything, it is absolutely everything. And if you're a leader right now that actually is is thinking about, well, I'm not sure I've got the right people. I think I need to do some restructure. I need to change some processes. Can you please stop and think and ask yourself some questions around, okay, how would you describe the environment right now? How do you describe? And look, another term for environment you you might think is, is culture, right? What's the environment right now? What's the culture right now? Is it an environment that people want to be part of or... Is it an environment that people do not want to be part of and they're looking for opportunities to leave the environment? Now, if that's the case, uh, that's on you. That's on you as a leader. So that that might be a little bit harsh. It might be difficult to understand, difficult to accept, but it's 100% truth because our team is and always will be a reflection of us. And if we are not creating an environment where they want to be part of something that's special, then guess what? They're not going to be staying around for too long and it's going to be very difficult for us to attract new people into that environment. So this is where the rubber really hits the road. Environment is absolutely everything. So when we're thinking about environment, I just want to get, give you some things to think about when it comes to uh, creating a great environment, creating a great culture that underpins absolutely everything we do. And it starts with simple things like mindset. What's your mindset? How do you bring yourself to every single interaction every single day? When you walk in, uh, what's the mindset? What's your attitude like? In terms of, uh, are you engaging? Are you enga- are you approachable? Are you visible? Or are you somebody who gives the impression that you don't want to be there? So, environment. Think about the environment. Think about the attitude and the mindset you want to be uh, yourself. You want to demonstrate, but also think about the mindset that you want to have within the team and what's acceptable in terms of a standard. Now, every team, every great team, has to have also a vision and a mission. Now, if you think about the vision, the vision is what we're trying to head to. The mission is the way we're going to go about doing it. So what is that? And you might actually break that down into goals, etc. as well. But think about, okay, why do we exist? Why are we here? What's our overall purpose for, for being here? What's the vision we're trying to create? And what's the mission? What mission are we on? Because when you combine that with the mindset and the attitude, then amazing things can happen. What we also have to think about in, in the environment is things like, well, what are the beliefs that we need to have? Now, if we are in a in an industry that's highly competitive, then our belief needs to be 
uh, in a, certainly has to be positive, and that goes without saying. But the belief has to be, despite it being a really competitive environment, we have to have the belief that we, first of all, belong in this environment. Second of all, that we are highly competitive in this environment. And third, our belief is, hey, we have to believe that we're the best in this marketplace, right? It doesn't have to be number one, but we are the best in terms of overall uh, service, overall performance, overall attitude, the whole box and dice. And so thinking about those sort of things helps us to create almost an identity within, within the team. And so it starts to get everybody exactly on the same page. Now, this is what a lot of leaders don't do because when I, when they, and you, you might be thinking the same thing, oh, all of this stuff is very, uh, very soft skill type elements. It's uh, not nothing, nothing real tangible. Give me the steps one, two, three that I can use to go and become successful. And if you're thinking that, then this is exactly for you because you probably need to spend some time thinking about the environment you're creating or the environment you have created. And chances are you haven't done a lot of these things, which is going to be the missing link for you. I guarantee it. So sitting down and running some sessions with your team, for example, and just thinking about, okay, what guys, what is our purpose? Why are we here? What's our identity? What, understand the, the big why. What is, what is the reason why we exist? What are we trying to do in terms of the service we're providing, but the differentiation that we bring to the table compared to all of our competitors? So this, this may mean sitting down and thinking about, well, what are our values? Now, as an organization, you might have some values, right? You might have some values that the company says, well, this is our values, this is what we stand for, and this is what we go to the market marketplace with. But for you and your team, as long as your values that you come up with are consistent and certainly don't conflict with the organizational values, then it may well be an exercise that will be well worth the investment of time to do and sit down because it may well be revealing some things that you can help uh, unlock potential of individuals and therefore the team by articulating and really getting honed in on what are the values of this of this team? Now, is it values such as honesty, transparency? It might be growth. It might be fun. It might be humor. Whatever the case might be, sitting down and doing that exercise and getting everybody involved and putting a contribution and then coming up with what considered you guys consider to be your top five, top six values means that everybody has buy-in, everybody's on the same page, and you've now started to create an environment where everybody's now on the same on the same page, moving in the same direction. Now you can also start thinking about once you've got those values in, you start thinking, okay, within this environment, what do we stand for? What are the qualities of excellence that we've got, and what are the standards that we have for ourselves, but also the standards that we expect for others? And this this also goes about uh, thinking about and defining what your expectations are as well. So expectations for yourself, expectations for your peers, but also expectations for your stakeholders that you deal with, and this includes customers. Now, these are standards of behaviors in terms of it may be small things like um, uh, response times on emails or response times on phone calls. Uh, other things may well be standards around uh, punctuality. So when a meeting starts at 1 o'clock, it actually starts at 1 o'clock. It doesn't start at 5 or 10 minutes past. The e- these are all the little things that go into the environment that actually add up over time to create the environment and therefore lead to the performance of that particular team. And, dare I say it, also whether this team is going to be a place that people want to be part of and want to stay at. So as a leader, sit down, and this is the best time of year to start doing this, sit down and think about and really give some thought to, okay, what is the environment that I've created here? What environment am I overseeing? And is this environment one that will enable us to use as a springboard for sustainable success? Is this the environment that people want to be a part of? Now, if you can sit down and do this exercise and really get honed in on that, I guarantee that everything else will become 
it'll it'll just literally fall into place. It'll be like it'll be like the pieces of a jigsaw puzzle going together because everything starts with environment and environment is absolutely everything. It is the difference that makes all the difference. So I trust that message helps and resonates. And of course, as a reminder, if you'd like some help with your environment, but also if you are committed to taking your sales leadership to an exceptional level and doing that within 90 days, love to have a conversation about working with you one-on-one. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com, pick a time and I'll give you a call and I look forward to that conversation. So as we round out the week, I trust you've had a fantastic week in sales. Looking forward to a really restful weekend, the last weekend before Christmas, although if you're like most people, you're probably going to be going out and spending some money and doing some last-minute Christmas shopping. So it may not be a restful weekend, but hopefully it's a really productive weekend. So until Monday, have a fantastic weekend. I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.